And now we start again for the 833 time. Welcome to the Made Me Watch podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Brian. And on episode 30-ish, 33, 30-something rather. 30 and change. 30 and change. We are here to talk about an Amazon Prime series. It's a scripted sci-fi series called Upload with the ever-adorable Robbie Amell and the chick from Chicago Fire. Her name is Andy Allo. Right. She's on Chicago Fire. She plays Seeger. And Robbie Amell was on The Flash before he got killed off. And um, That's where I've seen him. Yeah, I spent he, the entire episode trying to figure out where I've seen him before. He's been on a lot of other stuff, but he's 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 from the Flash. He's gorgeous. He's Canadian. You know who you re- who he reminds me of, and I know you love the love when I do this. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see if you're right or wrong about this, but who, go on. Who, you're generally not. Who is the guy from Twilight? Yeah, you're not right at all. Not Robert Pattinson, but the other guy. Oh, Taylor Lautner. There you go. I can kind of see that one. But you know who's more oh, correct? Victory. Yeah. Victory. We've been victory. together, guys. We've, we, you, you should realize that this is a big moment in, in the relationship because we've been together for five years now, going on five years. And like this that. is the first time that I have given her a celebrity lookalike where she's like, oh, yeah, I could see that. Victory. Okay, first of all, usually your celebrity lookalikes don't look anything like the person and they're not lookalikes you're convinced they're the same person so there's a difference well how do you know okay because they're, gener- you know? they're generally not the same person i can generally show you imd proof that they're not the same person and you still don't believe me to the point where you me and your mom talk about this and she tells me to just give up because it's 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 just painful to argue with you because you can't be convinced to the point where like Literally, they have been the wrong, like, shape, size, and you can't be convinced you're wrong. I mean, it's it's a talent. What could I say? It's the opposite of a talent. But, but seriously, a hey. more correct answer between Robbie Amell and who he looks like would have been his cousin, which is Stephen Amell, the dude I buy all the wine from, who was on Arrow. Okay, yeah, I don't know. But think of it. think of it like this. Okay, if you can. Who's pro- also hot? Okay, if you can produce a picture of Robbie Amell and Taylor Lautner, they don't look that similar. In They're the just same like room, somewhat similar. In You're not same- getting this close. You can't talk over me. <laughs> you can't talk over me on a podcast. It's the one one place we can't do that. Oh my god! If you can produce a picture of Taylor Lautner and Robbie Amell in the same room. Go. I'll wait. I can, and they're not that similar. They're no. like mildly like they have the same haircut, but Taylor Lautner is stockier by like a hundred and fifty five percent. Robbie Amell is a little bit, lot skinnier. I will put this picture up. I will put it up on our Instagram. And you are so wrong that they don't look that similar. I was throwing you a bone, and you took that bone and destroyed it. That's that's me. But, yeah. <laughs> And like, but, okay, we're walking away from this no, conversation. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, I'm, no, I'm backtracking. An, you're, you're fucking wrong. It's an Olsen. I give it up. No, no, no. Twins. Hold up, hold up. Okay. Hold up. They go to each other's The suits. bone I gave you, I'm taking back. They don't look alike at all. And the niceness that I gave you, I'm out. They don't look like raw. You're wrong. And we're moving on. So, Brian, why don't you do what you do? Give me that 30-second, terrible, but wonderfully funny synopsis of what this show is about. Ready and love you. Go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do it now. (laughs) 
All right. So like what happened was, right, <laughs> there, there was this guy, he died. Okay. He was like on the verge of life and death. And then there was this lady, she was standing next to him as they were rolling him into surgery. And then he could make a right or he could make a left. If you made a, if you made a right, you died. And then if you made a left, then you go to upload, right? Which is basically like a rich person's paradise in as an afterlife where you can like use an iPhone that is invisible and just, just holograms up off your hand and talk to your, your living homies. But then the, uh, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of shit that's kind of weird. It's like, it's just a little bit off because you can imagine that if you have, if you go into upload for an afterlife and how many millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people that have died over the span of human history, the bandwidth is kind of crazy. So things get a little quirky and he's kind of trying to figure out what the hell, but then he's got this girl that's like his angel or not angel, but his like caretaker who is real life, but then she gets, she becomes an avatar and then she goes in 3d and then he talks to his homie whose homie is like a, like an angel, but he really just puts on a VR headset and sits in his PJs and is like, Hey, what's up, dude? And your 30 seconds are up. And that's all I got. Okay. So here's what Amazon says about the show. This show originally premiered in May and we are in June. So it's been out for a minute and it says in 2033, humans are able to upload themselves into a virtual afterlife of their choosing when computer programmer Nathan, a.k.a. Robbie Amell, dies prematurely, he is uploaded into the very expensive Lakeview. Soon finds himself under the thumb of his possessive, still-living girlfriend, Ingrid. As Nathan adjusts to the pros and cons of digital heaven, he bonds with Nora, his living customer service rep, or Angel. Nora struggles with the pressures of her job, her dying father who does not want to be uploaded, and her growing feelings for Nathan while slowly coming to believe that Nathan was murdered. That is a synopsis from Amazon. Well, I didn't realize that. And I, I obviously haven't read the synopsis. I just watched the show because... We watched the first episode. Um, but I didn't realize that that's kind of the turn that it's taking. Seriously, I realized that in the first second when his self-driving car killed him when they're not supposed to kill them, which also self-driving car technology should not be trusted. Okay, well, I... I, I have a firm belief that that shit should not be trusted. I, I think that it's going to continue to get better and better. Just, it will not be ready by 2033. We are in 2020. That's 13 years away. It's not ready. Yeah, well, the, the jury's out. Mm-mm. It should not be trusted. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, this guy this guy basically dies. And his customer service rep is kind of cute. Nora. Nora. A.K.A. Detective Seeger from Chicago Fire. Sure. And uh, it's... It's a it's a good show. I saw it, I saw the pre the uh, what is it the trailer for mm-hmm. it, and instantly was like hell yes, that sounds amazing. It's like I, I'm I think that it's the future, right? At some point we're all just going to become a digital file. There is one thing I so there's a lot to unpack about this show. It that, is. Um, I it got talk complicated about. real quick because I was all on board from like at face value, and then as he started spending more and more time there. I was just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of not so awesome. Yeah. So the show kind of quickly like moved. I, and usually like me and Bryant kind of do the same where like Bryant watches the show. I watch the show, but like I'm the serious note taker of the show. And like Bryant kind of just like watches it. I had a hard time taking notes with the show because I was really into it. So like I kept stop taking notes. Um, I did take a lot of notes on why AI technology... Uh, Brian took a lot of notes. He's showing me. He's very proud of himself. I did my homework. He did his homework this time. Look, Mom, I did my homework. 
He's very proud of himself. The couple of things that I did kind of take notes was that driving by no joystick would be terrible. Like, I'm terrible at car games. So me having to drive by a joystick would be, like, the worst thing that would ever happen to me. I would crash every car. And also AI technology driving around is just terrible. But I did like that Kesha was classical dance homework for his little... That was pretty good. Niece. I thought that was super cute. And then I don't know if you caught this because it was kind of in the background, but it made me laugh. Panera created a heaven. Yeah. And then they bought Facebook. So I really think you should stop buying their salads because that's their future. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Again, this is going to be a moral dilemma that we're going to end up facing. And I think if, you know, if I put my tinfoil conspiracy hat on, right? You're going to go live in Panera's heaven so you can eat their salads for the rest of their life? I mean, every day. But the point is, is that they, I, I think that they give us shows like these, right? Like in the 80s and stuff how there was you know these this is a really poorly presented thesis but moral of the story is i think they're just kind of getting us used to the idea that it can happen and then all of a sudden they're just going to be like hey look welcome to upload the thing that really hit me in this in this show you're you're right about about that the fact that the pop culture references are great they are like the the ad bots that are that are sprinkled throughout the the place were are, are great and i got super frustrated as soon as i saw them because it's like god damn it there's even there's ads in heaven you know like you're paying all this money to be there and then they're still gonna they're still gonna spam you even in the afterlife that part i was i i found kind of kind of annoying but also amusing especially because it was an orbits guy that he would either engage with you. If you engaged with him, he would engage with you. Otherwise, he would spam you as you walked by. Yeah, and he wouldn't go away. And he would never go away. He would just glitch. Yeah. And then he would come Keep. full and then go back. Would you back. like a stick of gum? Would you like a stick of gum? Would you like a stick of gum? Would you like a stick of gum? Yeah. So that's that's uh, something that we obviously are going to be, we have to look forward to. But like I said, there were a lot of minor details that were off that just make you feel like this is going to take a weird turn and isn't going to be, I think the show is going to turn out to be really deep because of all of the, the conflict, the internal conflict of, um, of Andy or, or Nora, I'm sorry, Nora, right? Yeah. It's Nora and Nathan. Is that, that's, those are the actors, right? No, those are the characters. Those are the characters. Okay. I wrote it down in a weird, in a weird way, but with Nora's dad dying, or and not being willing to upload, I feel like that's at some point going to be a real conversation that a kid's going to have with their parents. And I thought that his, that what kind of set it up was his response to her when he said that, you know, your mom's in heaven, and she goes, "How do you know?" And he says, "Well, I've you know how could how could your mom not be in heaven?" Right. Right. Like that's a super sweet thing to say, and thing to believe, but. You know, you are kind of rolling that dice, you know? Yeah, and I think a lot of other things were interesting, too, like kind of just jumping around from this show, like um, not really kind of going in order of how it happens, but like the super controlling girlfriend where like she forces him to go into upload when he's not sure and he just wants to talk to his mom of like what to do because he has a chance of coming back to life by going into the OR. And he's like, she's like, nope, we're going into upload and he's like, well, let me talk to my mom. And she's like, no, 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 we're just going to go into upload. It's fine. You know, I'll pay for it. And then also when he calls her and is like, hey, I'm on your account. I need your password so I can like buy food. 
And she's like, oh, I like, you know, seeing what you're up to. And he's like, okay, but give me the password. And she's like, ha, 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 and just kind of blows him off. It's that, like, controlling relationship. And, you know, he can't do anything in the afterlife, but she's still living her full life. So she's kind of keeping him waiting just in case she does die. I think her name is Ingrid. Just in case, you know, that way she has someone on the sidelines because she's still living her best life, but wants someone on the sidelines just in case. So it's that typical, like, in real life, slightly abusive, very abusive, very controlling relationship, but they're literally on two different planes of life. The one thing I didn't really like and I want in real life is the temperature change setting where he could just, like, move it to being very hot to snow. Like, I need that in my life. But I feel bad for his mom. And then that scene where, like, they moved him to upload and his head just disappeared. Yeah. Was nuts. 3D printer food, too. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. I One of my notes is she controls his, she controls his money just like in real life. Yeah. Right? So I think what happens when you run out of money is from my, I mean, we'll find out more later, I guess. But from my understanding, when you, my understanding from what I can gather so far is you're stuck living for the free shit. So like the free births and oh, everything. Yeah. Cause there's in-app purchases and then there's free. Yeah. So there's like free you can't apps. go to the like things. You can't go to like the mini bar. Right. But you right. can go to like the continental breakfast. I see. And you can go on the hikes or whatever. I see. And you can't go to any of the concierge services. I see. So. so does that mean that, so he can't spend any money without her approval, right? And she's not approving shit. And she's not approving anything. Because she's a control freak and a fucking psychotic person. Yeah. So what, so the, the, the real question that I have is how, oh, I, so what happens when in real life she gets married and forgets about him? That's what's going to happen. That's inevitably going to happen. He's, so He's a placeholder. That's what I'm saying. He's a placeholder. Noise. Very loud. Sorry. Um, the He is a placeholder, and that's going to put him in a, in a rough spot. And so it's it's just a... I, I don't... I just... There's a whole lot of things that are going to go wrong here. So there's a couple things that I've been noticing throughout this show. There's a couple things that like... So one of the things I noticed from the get was that... I keep wanting to call her Seeger because that's her name in Chicago Fire. Nora. Nora. Also, Nora just does not fit her. Nora. I thought it fit her pretty well, actually. Really? I, yeah. I didn't. I, I can see it. What's her real name? Her real name is Andy Allo. Andy Allo fits her. Nora does not. Seeger doesn't fit her either. Well, I mean, it fits her as well as a, as a written character's name can fit you, right? No. Some written characters' names are like works fair enough like yeah okay anyway sorry i don't mean to set ADHD. sidetrack you so nora immediately noticed with nathan that and that's how you knew they were doing the setup that like he didn't die naturally right because they made the comments that oh you don't like that when he met his friend that you don't die from you don't automated die. cars right you don't die from an from a car accident when your car is driving itself correct and he laughed he's like that doesn't happen he goes yeah that's what happened so that's setup one to prove that there's something else going on yeah and the other setup was that he had compromised memory files and then when he was talking to the gay couple he said he couldn't remember what he was coding right and, and when he had, was talking to his friend about what they were working on to get rich 
they were making a competition for Lakeview. They were making a second heaven. That's what his that's what his coding job was. That's what, that's what it sounded like. That's what I that's what I guessed uh, was that they were making a competition, and the girlfriend for whatever reason wanted that to fail. So for whatever reason, based on that scene where they were having a family dinner, the girlfriend really wanted that project to fail. So there's going to be something coming out with that. I have predictions. I have predictions later that we'll go over. So I don't know. Anyway, we'll get into predictions. My predictions later. The other interesting thing was that Nora works for this company and she clearly only works for this company to get the employee discount because she wants her dad to upload. Right. And the only reason she wants her dad to upload is because she's not ready to say goodbye to her father. Right. Just totally understandable. When you're not ready to let go of your dad, I I, I want to be ready to. The other weird thing that keeps happening is that she is obsessed with 50 first dates. She really is. Which is a dumb fucking movie. Oh. You went there. I did go there. You went there. I did go there. I hate that movie. movie. I hate that movie. Much like I hate The Notebook. I can't stand either of those movies. With a burning passion, I don't like those movies. That's Adam Sandler's best acting role. I said that just to see the look on your face. It's, it, just, it is. It, I I do enjoy that movie. I don't. I really do. Don't. I'm a sad. And, and you know how much I love Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore romantic comedies because they're my favorites. But... Oh, I hate that movie. I don't understand what is appealing. Because she's she's looking for a boyfriend. No. Right? No, she is. Like, oh no, she's not. No, no, no. I don't think that's what it is. What do you think it is? I think the, it's going to all turn out to be about her mom. You're, you're right. My mind was just, was, was I there think too. her mom's going to end up having had died of some sort of Alzheimer's thing and having had lost her memories and that's going to be like her and her dad helped remind her mom. So there's going to be some like weird tie-in. And that's exactly why those movies bother me. Because that's not how that shit works. So real, real quick, I just want to let you guys know that <laughs> as Leah cracked the code for this show within the first half an episode, um, I just would like you to know that her services are for hire. You can te- you can email her at made me watch on Instagram. Our emails made me watch at Gmail. Thank you. I didn't know that. But the point is, is that I and I could be totally wrong. That's such a deep that's such like a deep fourth degree like like four turns ahead kind of prediction. Like what, what led you there? Because I've just found that anytime someone references something like 50 first dates or the notebook, it's because they found deep understanding because it reminds them of their family member that had memory problems or dementia and it gives them hope. And I just have such, and it could be not so much 50 first dates, but especially with the notebook, I have such a deep resentment towards those movies because especially with The Notebook, The Notebook came out when my grandfather was passing away and he had dementia. And so I was dealing with seeing my grandfather while he was losing his memory. And then I went to go see The Notebook with my friends. And they're like, oh my God, it's so romantic because he remembered her. And no, 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 no. And I'm like, that's not how fucking dementia works. Like once they get to the point of not remembering who you are, they don't magically remember who you are. And so I have such a disdain for that movie because of that, because they're like, oh my God, he remember her. I'm like, no, that like, 
When they get to the point of not remembering who anyone is, there's no magic cure. Like, it's not like you see them every day and they'll start to remember you and remember your love story. That's not a fucking thing. So, like, when people are like, it's the most romantic movie ever. I'm like, no, it's bullshit and trash. So there's our clean lyrics logo. <laughs> we never have a clean lyrics. So everything we put up is explicit for a reason. Mostly my mouth. Um, <laughs> 97% me and 3% Bryant. No, it's 99.5% me and 5%, 0.5% Bryant. But like, so and I have the same thing with 51st States. Like everyone says it's romantic that, you know, he makes these movies to remind her, but it's really sad and depressing because... In my head, I look at it from the other side of, like, she doesn't get to remember. I don't ever look at it from the side of, like, I look at it from the struggle. I don't look at it, like, of, I look at it from the hard work side of all the things he has to do to try to get her to remember that she is loved and that she has this amazing life and the work that Adam Sandler's character has to do every day I don't look at it from like the side of like, oh my God, she remembers because that's not life. That's not realistic. So it's hard for me to think of like the romantic piece of it because it's just not real. Well, I think that there's, I, I think that that's your style, right? Right. I'm and very obviously logical. Your, <laughs> obviously your, your style is shaped by your experiences. Correct. But at the same time, I when, when I observe you, I think that that's almost to a fault because Correct. a lot of people watch movies like you, like you say the whole reason why we started this podcast and the whole reason why you watch as much TV as you do is because it allows you to shut off. Right. Correct. And, but at the same time, the type of content that you watch when predominantly is trash. reality TV, epic murder, trash. murder shows yeah. and, and cop shows. So, yeah. so it's a, it's a situation where you never fully detach. No, and right? I mean, even the show that I love to pieces, I'm like analyzing the whole season in advance. Right. Like at some point, <laughs> at, at some point, you can just kind of let it be what it is. Right. True. It doesn't necessarily have to be 100% authentic because newsflash, nothing is authentic in Hollywood. No, no, and I think that's true, but I think, I think too, like I said, 51st Dates and The Notebook probably, my disdain for them probably has something to do with also the timing that they came out. Yeah. Because it was that time where I was dealing with it in my life, where if they probably came out two years earlier, well, two years earlier, I wouldn't have known. Um, two years later, it probably wouldn't have hit me as hard, but the, just the exact time that they came out, it was like that time frame but also there's not great movies so i mean and it's not winning an academy award by yeah. any means well, but one of them did Maybe the notebook the notebook did. did that's right um so but where do you think nick and nora's relationship nick is and nora go? not that's nick a and, clothing line no nick and nora i was thinking of nick and nora's infinite mom playlist where's nick and nora clothing so good job nathan and nora's relationship is gonna go do you think that that's going to turn weird or do you think that, that it's just going to be like a platonic thing where she and he end up like talking about all their problems? I think that's friends. going to, well, one, okay, so I have a lot of predictions. Um, the other thing I kind of want to touch on is, well, we'll get into that in a little bit. Okay, so here's my predictions. 
his girlfriend was definitely involved with getting him murdered because he would have never gotten into his car and drived driven 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 and been in the accident if his girlfriend didn't make him go get the weird crap from the bodega so his girlfriend was definitely involved with getting him getting him murdered it has to do with some sort of competition with the app yeah his friend that started developing his app is somehow going to help Nora solve it. And the only reason that they introduced his friend in the beginning is because of that. Yeah, that was a random addition. That's the only way. He served no purpose in the first episode other than either A, setting it up the way that you just teed it up, or... And his friend is going to start dating Nora. Uh, See, again... Made me watch at gmail.com. <laughs> Leah's services are available because what she just described is something that I would subscribe to. And if I, his friend doesn't start a dating dating Nora, that's like a missed, like, that's I, how it should be. I'd watch the fuck out of that show. Right? That's how it should be. The show that you wrote. I feel like because she's going to get too close to figuring it out, the dad's going to get killed. I could, I could see that. They're going to try and cover it up as natural causes, and she's going to upload him against his wishes. Yeah, I could totally see that. And she's going to realize that the backed up files are missing. Because, you know, at the end of the first episode, they showed all the backed up. Because, you know, she had that question mark folder. Right. Um, she's going to find out that all of those are gone. Yeah. she de- Well, she's definitely going to find out that those are gone. Now, the, my another question that I have is... Because they only deleted some of them. I got. I saw that. Yeah. So my, the other question that I have is, what do you think Luke's role is in all of this? Do you think he's just just a placeholder character to keep to keep Nathan entertained while he's in the afterlife, or do you think that he plays a role in all of this as well? I think he's going to help him solve it from the inside of Lakeview. But I think that she copied all of those files because she doesn't trust Lakeview anyway. Who? Nora. Nora. I could see that. This is like the, so the other things I wanted to say was this show is really well written. This is one of the, so the guy that created this show is the co-creator of Parks and Rec, which is one of my favorite, favorite shows. I live and die by Parks and Rec. I watch it all the time when I'm upset. It's like my go-to show. He also co-created one of your new favorite shows. What's that? Space Force. Oh, yeah, Space Force. Which is a show I couldn't get into. I love me some Space Force. (laughs) I couldn't get into that at all. I really wanted to. But he co-created Parks and Rec, which is my, like I said, one of my go-to. He also wrote for, like, Saturday Night Live, and he was a showrunner for The Office, and he's done quite a bit. So he knows what he's doing. In addition to that, I don't think I've watched really anything minus the only other thing on Amazon I've really paid attention to and watched and enjoyed was a documentary series called Freak Meek, which was about Meek Mill. Yeah. And then there was Absentia, which actually wasn't an Amazon show. It was just a show that Amazon picked up. Are we moving into recommendations? No, this is just about Amazon. Oh, okay. I, I, I just, Amazon original content hasn't been good. So the fact that they have an original content that's good is like mind blowing. Yeah, Amazon's Amazon's platform in general has just been trash. They had Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which was good for like one season. They had Hannah, which was epi- like 
absolute fucking trash. That was a terrible show. Which is somehow on season like two or three. I'm not sure how or why. It was a good movie. Terrible show. Trash. And the boys was trash. Man in High Castle was slow as fuck. So I just like the fact that they have a really, really well written, really well acted, really well put together show is just super exciting. And I can't wait to go finish it. And it's already been renewed for season two. So I'm really excited. And I think there's going to be a lot of ways to go. And I could be really wrong about the ways that I think this show is laid out. But I'm excited to find out what is going to happen in season two or episode two and beyond. So you are going to continue watching it. I'm going to continue watching. Are you? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. And uh, like we are in the drought. <laughs> we are in TV drought. See, I, some, I don't watch as much TV as you do, so I, do. I don't see it that way. We are in TV drought. But I can, I can see where you're coming from with that. Considering the fact that double shot of love was on the TV and that yeah. dumpster fire of a show somehow got renewed. Yeah, um, but that that's fucking funny. That shit's yeah. stupid. Yeah, it's it is very stupid. And here's my theory on that. I think that ultimately they're planning on I think that Jay Wow and the rest of the Jersey Shore crew, other than Polly D and Vinny, are both st- are all starting to kind of phase out of the Jersey Shore life. And oh, they I think that are, they all have kids. Yeah. So I think that they're setting up Polly and Vinny for a new Jersey Shore, which is why Double Shot of Love is in the format that it's in now. Yeah. Right. And they have um, the Prank War show, which. Uh, yeah. That MTV no, M- MTV's content has not been good either, but neither has most cable content. Like we could we could do this podcast and never do a cable show. And cover really good quality content. Yeah, no, and, I agree. And ultimately, at the end of the day, when we cover the cable shows, most of the time we both agree that it's a dumpster fire. Right, and that's part of the reason why I watch so many cable shows is because I'm looking for a dumpster fire. Yeah, well, like, I, like I said, I'm looking to shut my brain off, and I just want some dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. But like, Bravo's canceling most of their content because so many of their people have been called out for being racist pricks. So, like, they don't have cast members for a lot of their shows at this point. As long as, as long as million dollar listings still going strong. I've been working too much and haven't, I haven't gotten into that this season yet. Well, it's only one episode or two episodes in. It's on the list. Well, before I was, I was sitting there waiting for it to come on and watching the premiere episode live. So life happens, but it's still very high on the list. And the first two episodes weren't that interesting. So you haven't missed much. They're never really interesting. It's just the houses are cool. and well, The houses haven't been that interesting either. That's the thing. They've had like one really cool house. And the rest of them have been like, oh, well. Like one of the houses they showed looked like the house we live in. And it's like $4 million. And I'm like, I would not pay. Like, I, I, yeah. It's and not great. I've, it's not great. I've been, I've been looking around and just playing on Zillow just because. Yeah. And the amount of money that you spend on a place in LA for the size that you get is just mind-blowingly annoying and frustrating. It's insane right now with the coronavirus and how crazy it is that like the LA market is going up somehow. Yeah. It's it it, it makes no sense like everybody's afraid to leave their house yet they're selling them at like 
a bonus. Is it a thing like that investors are coming in and, and swooping up all the property? I don't know, but we have five or six friends that have sold their houses in less than a week. Yeah, and there's and, in our neighborhood, there's like three houses with for sale signs up. And they've all gone out and, and gone they've for all sale taken the for sale sign down. So yeah. it's, it's yeah, LA is, is it's Weird. insane when it comes to, when it comes to real estate. I'm just of the of the belief that if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, right? I guess so. And we we've kind of made it. So mm, yeah. if we want to move to Atlanta, where we can buy Evander Holyfield's 15 bedroom mansion for three million dollars, I will entertain that. No, thank you. I will not. They have this thing called humidity, and it's terrible. It's fifty thousand square feet. I kid you not. I don't care. I don't want to live in humidity, and also I'm, we don't have three million dollars. Yeah, bring it to you. No, I know you're right, but uh, you know, it's the point is, is that that three million dollar house that we're talking about on million dollar listing, yeah, gets you a fifteen bedroom, fifty thousand square foot mansion in Atlanta. That's true. Anyway, I'm gonna continue to watch upload, and I'm super excited to continue to watch upload because it's crazy good. At least the first episode. I could come back in a couple episodes of this show and be like, I have changed my mind. Very much like God friended me. It's you. This show is walking a razor thin edge of jumping the shark. But however, God friended me did not jump the shark until the season or the series finale. And it did not jump the shark until the series finale last 30 seconds. And, so. and, and by the way, did we, we talked about that, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I think we did. But I'm still bitter about that. I don't get bitter about TV. Right. It's in, but the, 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 the show think... is called made me watch because you make me watch things. So the but... fact that you're going to, you're going to string me along literally getting me excited for a live episode, which is something that I never watch. Me neither. I only watch the fact, DVR. The fact that you decided to ruin it in the last 30 seconds of the show and randomly decided to cancel the show when it was its most popular. Yeah, that was annoying too. Shame on you, sir. Fuck you, sir. CBS. Fuck you, CBS. <laughs> and also, it's like one of their cheapest shows because every other show they have blows shit up every fucking week. Right. It's just mostly it's a dialogue and story driven show, which is what makes it great. And the, the only expensive and- thing was that they filmed in New York. Like that was it. That was the only expensive thing. And everything else was fucking cheap. Like they literally could have filmed that show in in the apartment every week and it would have worked yeah and they probably got a discount on the actors too because they weren't they weren't all household names mm, no most of the, well minus the guy who played Rakesh the rest of them were Brandon Michael Hall what, what yeah, was he in Brandon Michael Hall's been in a lot of movies really? and actually he might have been the reason why they canceled because he's been picked up for more and more shit he's been pretty busy so he might have just been like, I'm going to go film movies, bro. He, he also wasn't like, if you're... He wasn't really into it. <laughs> well, no, if you... Yeah, well, that, that became clear after the show was canceled because <sighs> it, everybody else was like, oh my God, this sucks. And he was just kind of like, yeah. That's- he was like, this was really fun. I'm glad I did this. But now look, I'm going to go play with my bulldog and go do movies. Bye. Yeah, exactly. And Good uh, on him, the girl who played Kara, uh, what's her face? Jesse Quick. Which is like what I call her, Jesse Quick. She um, she's been in a ton of shit too. But yeah, actually, Brandon Michael Hall hasn't been in a lot of things. No, no. Oh, I thought he was. He was in a bunch of random low budget TV stuff that I've never heard of. Some he was a delivery guy in Broad City. Have you ever heard of the characters? 
or the character yeah the characters that show no um the show that he the show before the show was he was the mayor you remember oh that yeah show? i love that show it was a great show and it, that was another show that was canceled too soon yeah they seem, well that show was canceled for reasons oh i didn't know that but they seem they seem to do that a lot to him well that show was canceled because of leah michelle i mean it's not a lot it's some but what, what happened with leah michelle she was not kind to her fellow castmates Oh, yeah. And she also didn't want to continue, and she was one of the leads, so. Oh. Well. Shame. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I'm still sad, but the the one thing they did do was they left it open so that it could be picked up by, like, a Netflix, a Hulu, or anyone else. Oh, so. she does look like that type. Yeah, she's been getting a whole lot of... Since the she she just has that pain in the ass look on her face. She's the one who got called out for being racist, and then a bunch of white people came out and was like, "She's not racist. She's just an asshole." Yeah, she she has she has, I'm a flaming asshole written all over her face. Literally, like a bunch of a bunch of people came out where they were like, "She's really not racist. She just sucks to fucking everybody." Yeah, she's in a great defense mechanism. <laughs> no, that's not that's that's unfortunate. So basically, she's been blackballed from entertainment now. So. Oh, didn't a similar thing happen to Catherine Heigl? Yes, and that's why she hasn't been working. That that's that well, happened Catherine Heigl actually burned her own career down. career because she she went out on a bunch of roles and then kept talking shit about writers, directors, and fellow castmates after every movie and show she worked on. Right. So she did it to herself. She called the what was the what was the show? Knocked Grey's Anatomy. Up. She she knocked called knocked up, up sexist. Well, kind of. Also, and yeah, you know, and it also wasn't funny. So there was two problems in that movie. I thought knocked up was funny, but that was the age I was. I was of that age where I was Correct. key in the target demographic. <laughs> so I, it's not. It honestly, it's one of the. It has, it's a movie that I haven't watched again. The yeah. only Seth Rogen movie that I've watched twice was the oh Seth Rogen a gem was the was the uh, what's the movie the one where he's he's the speechwriter. Mm-hmm. I watched it on the airplane to. Oh our yeah, that movie was really good um, yeah. with Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. That movie was really good, but I don't know if that movie was really good because we were stuck on an airplane. No, I watched it. That's why I watched it twice. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> Long shot. That movie was really good. That movie was killer. Definitely recommend. I like that one. a lot of Seth Rogen movies. I do too. It's just they're not they're not movies that make me come back twice. Like, um, he wasn't in Super Bad, but he wasn't Super Bad. He wasn't Super Bad. Yeah. Oh, that's he, right. He's the cop. Super Bad. He he wrote Super Bad. It's a great movie. I like that movie. Great movie to see one time. No, I've seen it a bunch. I liked it. Great movie to see one time. You know, and I just that's just my opinion. But yeah. uh he's also hilarious to follow on Twitter. He is pretty funny. And he has a pretty righteous ashtray collection. Seriously? Yeah, he that doesn't shock me that much. He he well he, he smokes a lot of doobies. He also does a lot of great things for um a lot of different political movements. Yeah. So he does a lot of great funding for Alzheimer's research. So Yes, he does. He's a good dude. He is a good guy. There isn't there. You can't say anything bad about him. I'm not. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm a fan. That was a weird way to say I'm not. Yeah, you just kind of gave up on your sentence I there. Did. So I was just going to cut you off. It's okay. You forgot what you're doing. 
<laughs> I just didn't. It, it wasn't what was going to come out wasn't going to be quality, so it's okay. Anyway, moving on. So, what do you think? So you are going to keep watching the show. Yes, I you have do, corrections. You do like the writing. I love the writing. Um, you think that I love the banter. I love the acting. Yeah, you oh, think that show. that Nathan's girlfriend in real life is 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 the one that was actually responsible for killing him. I don't think he's responsible. Or I played think a role. Just had something to do with it. Yeah. And you think that Nick and Nora's relationship is nope, going still to wrong. Nathan and Nora's relationship. I don't know why you like that clothing is going so much. To, is going to go. Um, I'm not. I, I I don't know what clothing line you're talking about. I have no idea. Nick I'm literally like referencing old... a movie called Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Have you seen that movie? I don't even think that's the name of the movie. It's a movie. It's with the same kid, one of oh, the kids Michael from Sarah. Superbad. Yeah. And that one girl. Oh, it is. Okay, well, Nick and Nora is also like this old, like, sp- I don't know. But it's also an old people clothing line. They sell it at Marshalls. Yeah, well, that's fine. So, I, and really, it's Nathan, and that's that's a lame, lame character name. Sorry, Nate. Um, but oh, you're so mean to your friends that don't listen to our podcast anyway. <laughs> no, it's it's. Um, I don't know. I think that I would continue watching it. I mean, I did say I was I was going to keep watching it, but yeah, since you pretty much just laid out the entire plot line for the next two seasons, I don't really feel like I I need to rush to it. Yeah, but I may be wrong. What if I'm wrong? Yeah, you 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 love to float that idea. <laughs> what if I'm wrong? Well, the, here's the thing. I'm never wrong. I'm wrong. Because uh, going into things I've been wrong about, I was wrong about Labor of Love. Which, right now, like literally right now as we're recording this on Thursday night, this is the finale of Labor of Love. Because for some unknown reason, it's only six episodes. That's good, because that show was a dumpster fire. The problem with that show... It's not even a show that you can entertain for, or that I was. Well, the problem with that show was they were figuring it out, and they figured it out and like made it very short, and they didn't spend enough time making the dates make sense, and they didn't spend enough time making the dates about the people on the show, and they didn't spend enough time making it so you felt like you got connected to the contestants, which is the whole point of reality dating shows you want to feel like you're falling in love with the people that you're watching like you're getting connected to them which is a big part of those shows anyway so we were wrong about a lot of those people one Stuart's still the best so we were right about that matt striker just like self-evicted himself so i do think he is married the wrestler i do think he was still married and, and I was think, doing it to revitalize his wrestling career i don't know but i think he once he realized that like she the the main girl christy had feelings for him it was like too real and he just like he kept pulling back and he like stopped showing interest with her to the point where she noticed and just said you know i don't feel like you're in this anymore so i'm gonna send you home yeah he did he he did come off as one of the most genuine and likable guys on that show. And then pretty much once she started like pulling towards him, he pulled back and was like, ah, <laughs> I don't know, man. And stop, like when she would go over to say hi and whatever, he would just kind of leave the room. It was real weird. Hmm. So it was almost like, yeah, this is getting too real and I have a wife. Um, 
And he also never, like, they had a one-on-one date where it would have been perfect to be like, yeah, I've been divorced, and he wouldn't bring it up. Hmm. So I think he really was still married. Um, And then there's these two people that we never talked about named Kyle and Marcus on the show that are proving to be front runners for some unknown reason. Right on. Kyle's a six, seven dude. I, I, I legit, that show was so trash. I could care less. Well, you're no fun. I'm not, not with that show. Anyway, the, the premise, whoever green lit, lit that show needs to be fired. The re it's probably going to get set for a second season, honestly, but we were wrong. That was a moral. That was the, that was that was the the moral of labor of love is that we were wrong. We were wrong about the people that we thought were gonna like stick around. Oh, well, you called it pretty early on that one where you were like, "These people are gonna go, these people are gonna go, and these people are gonna go," and then they all went. And no, there were some of the people that we thought were gonna stay that are gone. I was like, "Wrong about him." And then there were some of the people that we, when we were recapping, we just confused with other people on the show. The the one thing that I that I would say about that show is that it is heavily produced it is heavily produced and that's part of the problem is that it it's not um like i said they didn't give you enough time to feel like you got to know anybody so what are your recommendations for next week i don't know what are your recommendations space wars that's it (laughs) it's the only show that i've watched this week I know there hasn't been much. I've I have rewatched all of Avatar, the Airbender, and I'm trying to find how to rewatch uh, Legend of Korra now. <laughs> the Legend of Korra. Yeah, it's like the second part of Avatar, mm. but it's not on Netflix. It's not streaming anywhere, so it's hard to find. Probably just gonna have to buy it. So yeah, is that the, that's it for your recommendations for for next week? I think so. Okay. I mean, I guess Double Shot of Love because I just started watching it and it's stupid as hell and why not? That's going to monopolize my TV for a long time. It's dumb. <laughs> I'm going to watch, I'm going to continue watching Space Balls. Space Force. Space Force? You've never Space seen Force. Space Balls. Not Space Wars. What is it? The Space, Space Force. Force. Spa- I said Space Wars before too. So let me clarify. Space Force. I'm going to continue watching that. I will I will probably ride this one out for a little bit until it jumps the shark and if it doesn't then I will continue to roll. And then that's that's pretty much it. I'm uh I'm kind of tapped out on on TV for this week. I apologize. Yeah, I've just been rewatching a bunch of stuff, like old stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. And it's been real fun. Okay, but why? What's wrong? I don't know. You're grumps. You're grumps? You're grumps, not me. I'm not grumps. You're always grumps. That's not fair. I'm not grumps right now. You's always but grumps. But I promise you, you will make me grumps if you continue to tell me you're grumps when I'm not grumps. Okay, grumps. Okay. Okay, but why? Grumps, grumps.